The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. Tests to play and masks to stay are the new modified quarantine guidelines for students outlined by the Ohio Department of Health on Monday morning. Winnings Tracy Townsend has the details. Following exposure, direct contacts may remain in the classroom if they have on a mask for 14 days. If they start to show symptoms, they will isolate and get tested. Students and staff can go back to normal after seven days if they do not show symptoms and test negative after five to seven days. Extracurricular activities. Asymptomatic participants can continue as long as they wear a mask when it's reasonably possible. Contacts are asked to take a COVID test once they learn they were a contact and then test again sometime between days five and seven. I'm Tracy Townsend. In local news today, Superintendent Phil Howard gave a brief presentation to the Jackson City School Board of Education on open enrollment figures for the district during a recent meeting. Overall, for the 2021 and 22 school year, Howard said during the October 12th meeting that a total of 188 students left the district while 311 entered, which amounts to a net gain of 123. Most of the students gained through open enrollment in Jackson come from the neighboring districts Oak Hill and Wellston, which accounted for net gains of 62 and 102, respectively. The net number of students entering the school district was down slightly from recent years, which Howard said was expected. He told the board that each student coming into the district through open enrollment represents approximately $6,000 in state funds. As such, he said the goal is to always at least break even since students lost equates to money lost. Since 2012, Howard says the district has generated a little over $3 million from students making their way to the Jackson City Schools from other districts. As for districts claiming more Jackson students than they gave up for the school year, Eastern Pike accounted for a net loss of 21 students and Southeastern accounted for a net loss of 13 students. Howard attributed this to families living in close proximity to these districts and or parents working in those areas. What has become a popular event in MacArthur will be returning on Saturday, June 11th, as the Southern Ohio Forest Rally race drivers will be displaying their cars on East Main Street in front of the courthouse and down the street. The plan was approved Wednesday evening, October 20th, by MacArthur Village Council when it met in regular session. The cars are on display in MacArthur before moving on to the Lasky State Forest for the race. SOFR is based in Chillicothe, and the event has become popular throughout the area. According to the SFR website, the 2022 event will be an American Rally Association National Championship event. The City Park stage in Chillicothe remains the site for the Friday night opener with Scioto Trails and Shawnee State Forest providing parts of the course. During previous events, the crowds have been large. The event has also been a boon for local businesses, especially restaurants and convenience stores. In other news from the meeting, Council also received preliminary numbers for the 2022 budget from Fiscal Officer Janie Fannin. Council Mayor Hammond will be reviewing the numbers after some discussion occurs. It will be decided if any adjustments are needed. At that point, a final draft will be submitted for Council's approval. The Mayor and Council will also be reviewing the language for employee handbooks regarding vacations for first-year employees. They learned that the village will be removing some trees that are on the right-of-way near Veterans as a traffic safety measure. And MacArthur Village is scheduled to meet again on Wednesday, November 17th at 6.30 at the MacArthur Firefighters Bingo Hall. There was another hearing on Monday in Waverly stemming from the murders of eight people five years ago. Here's ONN's Karina Nova with the report. George Wagner IV will be in court today. He's accused of being behind the deaths of eight members of the Roden family in Piketon, Ohio. Now, four Wagner family members were charged with aggravated murder, killing the Roden family in the middle of the night while they were sleeping. Jake Wagner and Angela Wagner agreed to testify against the other family members for plea deals. Bill Wagner will return for another motion hearing. This is on November 17th. This all stemmed from a custody dispute over a child. I'm Karina Nova.
In other news today, there's a place in Ohio where money does not change hands, no cash registers, no bills sent out, not even a jar for tips. It's the Grace Medical Clinic of Jackson County, and it's located in downtown Wellston at 22 South Ohio Avenue. The clinic was established three years ago to treat citizens of the county who have no means to pay for medical care. It's staffed entirely by volunteers from the doctor to the janitor. In the beginning, the clinic opened every Tuesday evening but closed due to the pandemic. Recently, it opened again on a limited basis twice a month on Tuesday evenings from 6 to 8. The next scheduled dates are Tuesday, November 2nd and Tuesday, November 16th. The goal long term is to again open every week after the pandemic is over. First Baptist Church of Jackson recently hired a new pastor, Seth Fallon, to fill the role left by the previous pastor. Following his six-and-a-half-year tenure at Mullen Memorial Baptist Church in Belpre, Fallon officially started as the pastor of First Baptist Church in Jackson on Sunday, September 12th. In an interview with the radio on the Telegram, Fallon elaborated more on his background, education, and future goals for the church. As of this year, Fallon has been involved in ministry for 15 years and previously studied at Asbury University and Palmer Theological Seminary. During his time at Asbury, he completed his undergraduate studies and later completed his graduate studies at Palmer Theological, graduating with a master's and doctorate degree. Regarding the transition to First Baptist Church, he acknowledged that while there were challenges with moving, things have gone well for him and his family, and people have been accepting of his new position as pastor. He said the biggest focus right now will be on figuring out what church life is like post-COVID, as uncertain as it is. The Benton County Airport will be hosting their annual bean dinner on Saturday, October 30th, beginning at 11 a.m. Many activities will be offered at the event, including airplane rides, a bounce house and slide, costume contest, a 50-50 drawing, and live bluegrass, country, and gospel music, along with beans, hamburgers, hot dogs, s'mores, drinks, and more will be available. The Benton County Airport is found at 66285 Airport Road in New Plymouth. For information, you can call 596-2588. The meeting of the Jackson County Veterans Service Committee that was originally scheduled for Monday, October 25th at 3.30 has been rescheduled to 3.30 p.m. on Thursday, October 28th. And finally today, the Village of MacArthur has issued a boil advisory for those residents on South Market Street to 302 East South Street, South Market Street to 301 South Sugar Street, and 301 South Market Street to 33645 State Route 93 South. That boil order will be in effect until further notice. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.